This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. John Podesta is now backing the bid to overturn the electoral vote. Um, I have actually had so-called conservatives reach out to me and ask me to back this. I want to be really clear. I am 100% against this electoral college um, hostile takeover of the presidency. She lost... He won. It was fair and square. Yes, Russia did influence the election, but that's not why he won. They influenced the minds and the hearts of Americans, but she lost because she was corrupt. She lost because she was one of the worst candidates of all time. You could even make the case, if it wasn't for the FBI letter, she would have won. But not because of Russia. And it was because of the things she did. America made the choice. I don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. But it is up to us to accept that he is the president of the United States. And this electoral college nonsense, I believe, would send us into, uh, into a country of serious division much more than we already are. And uh, a a country that, you know, we don't need more uprisings. That's one thing we don't need. We start there and my trip to a school my son wants to go to, an IB school. I had never heard of an IB school, an international baccalaureate school. Oh, my we went on a tour of it yesterday. I had some interesting conversations. We begin there right now. I will make a stand. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. We are the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. So we have been homeschooling uh, Rafe in Cheyenne. And uh, Tanya is a principal of a school, a school that Pat started. And um, the problem with it is, is, you know, it's, it's so expensive to do schools. And especially where the t- tuition is extremely low, um, you know, for a private school, 
in this area, I, I have friends who go to good private schools, but not like crazy good private schools. And, you know, they're $16,000 a year. Yeah. Um, prices almost everybody out of the market. Yeah, prices everybody out except the very rich. And this school that Pat started also takes and, okay, well, I tell you what, you guys serve and you guys, you know, work on the lawn and uh, maybe do some painting around the school and uh, your kids can go. Well, by the time that happens, you don't have, you don't, you don't have anybody really paying for the By the time that happens, you're losing a lot of money and somebody's got to make up for that. <laughs> so, yeah. So after names? five years of that, you think of any names of who might, of who might like you know make up for it? Uh, I can't think of one, I um, <laughs> but I will tell you that uh, it is it's crushing us to close the school. It's just crushing us because yeah. the parents are really bummed. Oh my gosh! And especially yeah. after this Christmas play that we had, that I mean, we have this Fourth of July play that they do every year called The Spirit of America that I want to produce nationally. I want to produce this with children nationally. It's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Where, And it'll bring you to tears every time because it's little, little kids memorizing lines that the founders said and telling the story of how we got to be the country that we are. And it's, I mean, every... Every single Fourth of July or, you know, end of school for the last five years, the kids have done this play. And it's just, I mean, you'll cry. It, it, there's not a dry eye in the house because it feels like there's hope. Our children are learning who we really are, all based in the facts. There's no, it's not somebody who wrote this play. It's somebody who assembled all of the quotes and made it into a story, and it's fantastic. Um, and then we just did a Christmas play where it was, there, there, there's no talk of, it was a comedy, but there was no talk of, you know, Frosty the Snowman or Winter or anything else. And our kids, we've seen our kids fundamentally change. My kids are better kids because of the school. And as as somebody who has been lucky enough to send my older kids off to a public school and then to a Catholic school and then to a Catholic university, I have seen what even the best intention schools can do to your kids. <laughs> and, um, and so now that we're closing this, we have to find schools. And so there's about six different schools on the list, but I happen to live in a town, a very small town, where our taxes would make blood shoot out of your eyes. Literally, I could buy a very nice house every year just on my property taxes. Because, you know, you don't pay any other taxes in Texas. Yeah, I know. So there's no reason to make me hemorrhage on my property tax. But they do, and they pay for this school... Um, which is an IB school. I don't know anything about IB schools. Mm, I do now. Um, this is one of the better schools, they say, in the country. And so Tanya and I were talking about it because all of our friends are like, you live there and you don't put your kid in that? Do you realize there's a waiting list of thousands of children for 30 slots a year? Uh-huh. 
yeah, I don't really care. And you send your kids to a broken down building? Yeah. They have to struggle in a broken down building. They don't have a palace to go to. Um, And so I went yesterday, knowing that it was an international school. And I have a lot of respect for the school and the, um, the kids because I know several of the kids. And they are wicked, wicked smart. And they work hard. I mean, all the way there, I was telling Rafe and then all the way home, I just want you to know, Rafe, if this is a school you want to go to, your childhood is over. Because pressure will be unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I don't I don't agree with all of that. Um, but it is it is, you know, it is the high they have to do in seventh grade. He has to do, I think, 75 hours of community service during the school year just as extra. Um, their homework, I went into their, and this was nice, I went into their seventh grade, sixth grade classes, and they were teaching the Constitution, they were teaching um, the Articles of Confederation and all of that, and I'm looking up at the board, and there are philosophical questions on the board for sixth and seventh graders that I thought, I don't think I got that in 12th grade. And really, really deep, tough stuff. I was also encouraged that there was a class that was learning about values and principles. And up on one of the kids, one of the sixth graders, made a big chart of values and principles. And it was the 912 project. And it was a deal about how the, you know, the 912 project was instilling all of this. And I'm like, they put this up for me. They knew yep. I was coming. <clears throat> so we're walking out because there's also a lot of things about internationalism and globalism and uh, um, uh, renewable energy. Like I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this thing about renewable energy and it was the pros and cons and it was done by like a sixth grader. And all these pros, there's tons of pros. And the con was only one. It was, it's super expensive. (laughs) And I looked at Rafe and I went, okay, they're learning deep stuff philosophical stuff about the Constitution. And only one con on ethanol? Really? (laughs) I said, can you think of anything? Like, I don't know, burning up your food supply? How about that one? Um, So we started talking about it, and, and I pass a poster, which are all over the school, and it's concentric rings, and it starts, you know, in the center with you, and who you are, and then all the things that you're going to become. And the last ring is their goal as a school. And the last ring, when you graduate, their goal is to make sure that you are a good international citizen. Oh, great. That's great. Blood shooting out of my eyes. So we're walking to the next building, and the lady who's giving the tour, I... um, I said, so, you know, I, I, don't, I don't mean to be a jerk, and I really didn't. Um, but you can't help yourself. I can't help myself. I am a jerk mm-hmm. in these six situations. And I said, I, I, I don't mean to be a jerk. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I am, uh, I, I, I am, I am I'm frank. She said, okay. And I said, I don't buy into all this international bull crap. and she kind of looks at me like um we're an international baccalaureate school 
And I said, what, you, what exactly are you teaching here? I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't buy into the United Nations. Yes, we should have a place where we all get together and we all talk, but not something that, over, that super serves each nation. Each nation has its own um, thoughts and its own place. That's what we're teaching. We're all different and we all have things that we should admire. Uh-huh. Are you teaching borderless society? What? What, what? I don't. A borderless society. <laughs> really? You work, at the, uh, you work at this school. We're having a hard time noodling the borderless society. She was very nice. I don't mean to sound that she wasn't. She was very nice. And I just don't know if she's encountered a me before. <laughs> yeah. and, the worst um, nightmare of every teacher. Yeah. And I said, uh, she said, what, 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 you know, what, uh, no, I think we probably would agree on an awful lot. I said, uh-huh. um, can I talk? Can I see a syllabus? Can I get a, can I get a copy of everything that you're, well, are you, do you live here or are you? And I said, oh no, I'm a resident. Because everybody else has to stand in line. But if you're a resident and you're paying for this frickin' school, you are guaranteed a slot. And I could see her die a little <laughs> inside <laughs> when I said that. And I said, no, I'm a resident. She said, oh, good. Okay. Well, then, yeah. And I said, and I'd like to talk to the teachers. Can I set up a time to talk to all the teachers? I'm sure we could, yeah, we could do it. And I said, I, I'm particularly with the history teachers. I'd like to really talk to the history teachers. I, I, uh, I have a problem with revisionist history, especially with American history. And she said, oh, well, America, I know what you're saying. And she said, and American history is very hard because people get very touchy. She said, but we have the advantage here of we have hired a foreigner to teach American history. Oh my gosh. Because then they don't get bogged down in all of the, you know, left, right, Republican, Democrats. Right. Stuff. I said. No, they look at it from the international side. <laughs> way inter- better. That's so <laughs> much better. Or even look at it from an American point of view. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so much better. Oh, yeah. So here I am sitting. I know this is a school that. Uh, this is a school that, um, uh, you know, you send your, she said, you know, Jeez. my daughter, she said, my daughter just graduated. And she said, you know, she's a good student, but, you know, this is the way it is. She said um, she went to college. She, this is her freshman year. She's coming home. She'll be returning to college as a sophomore. She's skipping a year. And she said, it's just because we, you're doing college you know, by uh, by eleventh grade, and they explained eleventh grade. It's like literally your childhood is over, and it is you're going to college in eleventh at eleventh grade, and I don't have a problem with that, uh, and I'm so I'm really torn because it is a it's free, b it is uh, well free kind of well no it's kind of included in your I could move but my wife refuses to. Um, and so uh, it's, we're already paying for it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really good, but I, every spider sense oh, in yeah, me is just alarm bells, and of course, Common Core and all of the other, oof. Are they Common Core? 
Uh, I think they're the- Common Core compliant. I think actually, oh. I think the IB schools are Common Core on steroids. Maybe I think we they were Common Core to- before Common Core I mean, was. It common. sounds like the school could be really rigid. No, they're no, they're not very rigid. They're very open-minded. Really, they're very into risk taking. No, but the answers the answers are yes. They may not be rigid, but they are rigorous, right? Those standards are rigorous. One of the things is is that they take risks, and your answers are not, uh, you know, wrong answers. Yes, of course they'll be wrong, but let's investigate on how you came up with that because it shows a different kind of thinking. (laughs) Yeah, wrong thinking. Uh Wrong thinking. I just want to. I may not be the most, if, if he decides that that's where he goes and we decide that we're going to back him on that one, then uh, I will be a spirited member of the PTA. It's going to be fun if that's what happens. And now this, something about this time of the year that reminds you about what's really important in life, and it's family. That's, that's what it's all about, family. Simply Safe Home Security is how I protect my family. Simply Safe Home Security. For a limited time, you'll get $200 off Simply Safe's Defender Package. Think about, Pat, how much money did you pay for your security at your home when you were paying, what, $50 a month? Yeah, I think it had gone up to $60 a month. $60 a month. So do the math. How many years did you pay? How much money did you invest in that super, super great Probably in the low thousands. The low thousands. Mm-hmm. Everybody does that. And you just expect it because, well, it's all the equipment. The Defender package is state-of-the-art. 17 security sensors, panic buttons, siren, wireless connection to authorities, 24-7 monitoring, which is $14.95 a month, less than $15. Simply Safe has no long-term contract. Right now, you can get $200 off their Defender package, which includes all of that, you're paying a total of $399, $399. That's it. Why pay thousands? Why be locked into it? Why have uh, uh, wired technology? This is something you can put in your kid's dorm room. This is the best. Simply Safe. Go there now. SimplySafeBeck.com. Offer ends very soon. $200 off their Defender package. Check it out for yourself. Do what we've done. Go with simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. to the Glenn Beck program. I want to continue our conversation uh, on our schools with our kids, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, but I have to just ask Jeffy, what the hell is he doing? You've, you've got a sweater draped over you. And I appreciate I appreciate the gift. I, yeah, give him a sweater with these dingleberries on them. If you're not watching, uh, if you're just listening on radio, it's ugly sweater, ugly Christmas sweater day. These are not ugly sweaters. These are not ugly sweaters. You have this is a an ugly sweater. That is not an ugly sweater. Stand up and show that. That is a Christmas sweater. I think that I, is a Christmas I sloth. That is fantastic. Sloth is an attractive sweater. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right? Isn't that a great sweater, Stu? Yes, I think it's very nice. Yeah, yeah it's a, a Christmas Stu's is reasonable, but this <laughs> is ridiculous. Stu's looks like a, a Jeffy's. Sport is, this is come on I mean, now. Come on now. Yeah, this is this is not a sloth, but it's really <laughs> you uh, have fuzzy nipples well, all over. Fuzz, your I have Christmas fuzzy nipples tree. all over my sweater, yeah. which, by the way, aren't bad to you know. Touch. Touch, but it's a sweater. I'm going to sweat. Those like, are Christmas balls and like jingle bells. So no, these things are going to be soaked in like 10 minutes if I put this. Yeah, that's really nasty. Oh, we yeah, don't need nasty. to You'll Put it off. Take it off, please. Take it off. He's and just laying it on. Are you saying mine is an ugly sweater? Uh, right. Mine is not an ugly sweater. <laughs> no, yours okay. is very nice. Okay. Why are you laughing, Pat? I'm not laughing. Yes, you just laughed. No. We all heard you. America no, heard I you. I coughed. It's a sneeze, I, I thought. Yeah. I was going to go sneeze. The cough sneeze. There is the only reason why you don't like my sweater is because you are a racist. Why? You probably Santa believe that Santa wasn't even born here. That's, that's... He wasn't born here. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. We now know who you are. Okay. Back in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Jason, um, my chief researcher uh, and writer, um, just got back from um, Mosul and was in Iraq and was right around ISIS. And um, it was a controversial trip, and we'll talk about that um, soon. He just got off the plane and just got back. He was supposed to be back Monday, um, but he just got back and... um, we're going to have him talk just a little bit about his uh, trip and what he did see. Um, but he just brought this back. Uh, this is a, a Bible in one of the churches that had been desecrated by ISIS. This is a Bible, and you will see it has a bullet hole here. And there's the exit point. This was up on the altar, and they were using Bibles as target practice in the church. Um, and brought things like this is obviously from rosary, a rosary, and it was uh, broken and stomped on and on the ground in this church. Um, it is it's a remarkable thing to see what's happening in the Middle East. 
both good and bad. Uh, and where, where we go from here uh, with what's happening with Russia is pretty phenomenal. Tillerson, I don't know how um, Tillerson is, is going to do. I'm anxious to see his confirmation hearing. Um, I mean, now the guy is, I think, qualified. Um, people are, you know, questioning whether or not he's qualified. I, I, I think the kind of international deals that he did, he would be able to understand treaties and complex issues pretty quickly. And he does have a relationship with people all over the country. I am concerned um, that um, we're putting a guy in charge who... uh, You know, our country is already blamed for war for oil. And it makes me concerned that we are putting somebody into the... Uh, State Department that that's been his whole life is oil and especially when it comes to his really close relationship with Vladimir Putin Russia is not a friend and that doesn't mean that they're enemies although I do believe a man who said the biggest tragedy of the 20th century and one that needs to be uh, corrected was the demise of the Soviet Union. I, I don't think that that is something that we look on as friendly and say it's part of our value system. It's not. And where you have to go from there is you have to go to, well, but he's a, you know he's the guy who runs his own country and he has a right to do whatever he wants to do. Yes, he does. And I don't want to be the world's policeman. And I don't want to get back into another Cold War or anything else. But we have to be clear on what the difference is between good and evil. And I feel we are losing our grasp on good and evil. And there is a difference. And if we're not... You know, we were talking a second ago about this international baccalaureate school that um, Rafe is trying to convince me to let him go to. And um, I'm, I'm not for it. Tanya is, I think, I think not for it, but we're both in our fact-gathering stage. We do nothing about this school. Just looking into it scares me. Um, and I'm, uh, it has all of the wrong buzzwords. And if you look at their mission statement, and these, these schools are all over the country, and you look at the mission statement, how can you argue with this unless you know who progressives are? Do you have their mission statement up, Stu, by any chance? Uh, yes. Pull this mission statement up. International Baccalaureate uh, aims to develop inquir- inquir- inquiring, knowledgeable, and caring young people. Hey, stop. Who doesn't want a caring and inquiring child? Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Of Who help create a better and more peaceful world? Who doesn't want a child that wants to create a more peaceful and better world? Through intercultural understanding and respect. Through inter- international intercultural. intercultural 
understanding and respect. Now, 100% of me wants to be able to understand other cultures and respect them. Uh, there's 100%. No, there's not a piece in me that doesn't want to do that. And as I explained to this lady yesterday, I said, look, um, you know, uh, I lived in New York City, and there's a reason we moved away from New York City and moved to Texas, and I like the Texas attitude. But the Texas attitude is not bigotry against other things. It's just not. It's just we're special. There's something special here about Texas. It's why we lead the, the country now in jobs and recovery and why everybody's moving here. There's something special that is happening here, and it's called freedom. And I, I bring my kids. I mean, it's why I wanted to bring Rafe to Haiti this weekend, and, and Tanya didn't want that because it's, it's very dangerous. And she's like, I'm not bringing Rafe to Haiti at this dangerous time. I wanted one of the kids to come with me to Iraq. No, it's too dangerous. Okay, well, I want them to see different cultures and not from a fancy hotel or tour bus. I want them to see how bad life can be and I want them to see and we can help. There's a big difference between our understanding of what that mission statement means. And the problem is, you want to believe the best. But what that usually means is, and I've seen it, because quite honestly, Fordham University almost turned my daughter, well, did for a while. She wouldn't even talk to me on things. Um, Almost turned my daughter against me. Excuse me? Um, Luckily, you didn't pay any money for that to happen. I actually didn't. Oh, good. She was on full scholarship. Oh, good. But they did have the balls to come and ask me for, uh, <laughs> you know, a you know, we could build a building after you. Uh, really? How about a crap house? Can we can we have the toilets named, and I'll I'll dedicate it to your uh, philosophy on teaching my children that the Bible is just a book. A Catholic school that says the Bible is just, you know, there's lots of ways to read the Bible and it's not necessarily accurate. Oh, okay. All right. Didn't expect that from my (laughs) theology teacher, but thank you for that. Um, You know, and so you get in and, and, you know, your children and, and everybody knows this. If you're going to a school now, I'm lucky enough to be able to homeschool and then have you know, the school that we've built with Pat. And, you know, when, you, when you're lucky enough to have that, you kind of forget. Your kids change when they go to school. They change. And, you know, Samantha B was here. And she said, um, I, she said, I think the way to bringing us back together and not necessarily on, on um, policies, but allowing us to talk to one another and not hate one another is through service. And I said, I agree 100%. It's why we've done you know, what we've done. I said, what are you into? And she said, well, I really I feel for these, these refugees and I feel for the people in Iraq and Syria. And I said, we do too. I said, that's why this audience raised... 
almost $12 million, and we have relocated 4,000 refugees. She said, what? And I said, yeah, we've relocated 4,000 refugees. She couldn't believe that. We, here's two people that disagree on, on a lot of stuff. But we agree on doing good. I just don't agree that the United Nations is the way to do good. And quite honestly, you remember that hallway talk I had with George Clooney? When I, I begged him to get together. This was before, you know, Glenn Beck was the most hated man in America. And I said, um, I said, uh, George, we, we agree on, um, on genocide. You know, he was a big genocide in Rwanda guy. Darfur. Or Darfur, Darfur. And I said, my daughter is leading the, you know, Darfur club at her school. And um, it was like a fun club. Yeah, no, it was. And uh, I said, so, you know, this isn't a, a liberal issue. This is, this is a human issue. And if we can bring people together to see, and, you know, even if you believe in the United Nations is the way to do it, and I don't, it doesn't matter. We're both moving towards the same goal. And he said, and it's been a long time, so I don't want to misquote him, but basically he was realizing, kind of like Bono was, that the United Nations isn't the way to go. Well, we're not going to have a way to replace the United Nations. We're not going to be able to go anywhere if we're not talking to the people on the left as they discover those things and say, right, we, we never have... But if it would have worked, it would have been great. And I appreciate you're still reaching out to them, and that's great. But look at what we're accomplishing over here. And when they see that we're accomplishing all of the goals that they actually want to be doing, who's going to say no? Who's going to say no? The, the problem is, is who's duping who? Or who's Zooming who? Right. Um, which was a, a cl- better, better question. Really, really was. And, really you know, better question. and who let the dogs out? Right. That's another, <laughs> another important one. So right. was there more to the mission statement? Was, weren't there more buzzwords? Yeah, the end of it is these programs can encourage students across the world to become active, compassionate, and lifelong learners who understand that people with their differences can also be right. And you know what all that means. I mean, obviously, all that you agree with, and it's straight yeah. text, absolutely. Yes. But you know it means you know it means something other than what they're actually. Well, wait, what, what is the last line about how they know that how people with differences are also right? Yeah, who understand that other people with their differences can also be right. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but see, but right, and that's true. Uh huh. If you're leaving, if you're living in an if you're living in a reasonable world. Right. It, does that scream moral relativism? To yes, yes, it does. Absolutely. It does. I'm it sorry, but Vladimir Putin is not right. When, when Donald Trump says, hey, he's right in his culture, that's what he has to do. No, kill the press? No, he's not right. <laughs> Scoop up homosexuals and take away their driver's license? No, no he's not right. Um, you know, this is the problem. If we... and And... And they, oh, you're always taking it to extremes. 
because we live in a world of extremes where all of a sudden we're being asked asked to accept the extremes. I'm sorry, I don't. Right is right, wrong is wrong, and I'm not going to stand by somebody who's killing members of the press. They're not right. Now this. Identity theft is America's fastest growing crime. Officials are warning that the risk is higher in the holiday season. That's why I have LifeLock. If you're a LifeLock member, you become a victim of identity theft. Their U.S.-based team will work to resolve your case. Free credit monitoring only detects credit problems. But LifeLock detects and fixes the identity problems. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is the best identity theft protection available. And right now, you can get a 15% discount. LifeLock.com, or you can call 1-800-440-4936. Use the promo code BEC15, and you'll get 15% off of the membership that protects me and my family. It's BEC15. Save 15%. Offer ends December 31st. 1-800-440-4936. 1-800-440-4936. Promo code BEC15. Program. 888-727-BECK Mercury I want to I want to share something from Calvin Coolidge um, talking about you know we were talking about all getting together in internationalism and everything else. He rejected the Klan's motto in 1925 of America first from the Ku Klux Klan. He said, "Quote: The generally expressed desire of America first cannot be criticized. It's a perfectly correct aspiration for our people to cherish." But the problem we have, we have to solve how to make America's first. Um, It can't be done by the cultivation of national bigotry, arrogance, or selfishness. Hatred, jealousies, and suspicions will not be productive of any benefits in this direction. Here again, we must apply the rule of toleration. By toleration, I don't mean an indifference to evil. I mean respect for different kinds of good. That is one of the most important lines I've ever, I've ever heard on how to tolerate. Again, I don't mean indifference to evil. I mean a respect for different kinds of good. Whether one traces his Americanism back three centuries to the Mayflower or three years to steerage is not half as important as whether his Americanism is real and genuine. No matter by what various crafts we came here, we're now all in the same boat. That is Calvin Coolidge and why I believe he was probably the best president of the 20th century. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.